yeah, we do take dividends. We do take profit out. Um, and also with our team, we like to take a percentage of the profits and distribute it as well. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We got to grow faster. Minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Michael Cooney. He started his first business in 1999 in South Africa and is still in operation today. He personally moved to the UK in 2001 to have a more politically stable business base and then moved to the USA in 2006 as, a US based, as his US, US-based clients began to increase. Over the years, he morphed from an industrial directory to a digital marketing agency. In 2014, a co-founder and he began discussing how to solve lead tracking and reporting problem with marketing clients. They officially launched What Converts in March 2015. Michael, you ready to take us to the top? I'm ready. All right. So is What Converts an agency or is it a SaaS play? It's a SaaS play. Yeah. Okay. It was born out of the agency. So I was running a digital marketing agency at the time. Um, And I mentioned the industrial directory because our business model was generating leads. Um, And tracking those leads has always been a, a pain. So this has been a problem I've dealt with for the last 20 years. And eventually, um, my co-founder, he he used to work for me. And then he went away to the corporate world and he didn't like it. And he came back and he said, hey, (laughs) Michael, um, I don't want to work for you, (laughs) but I want to work with you. So I said, you know what? If we can solve this lead tracking problem, and I was already using call tracking from another provider. But uh, it wasn't solving the complete lead tracking management and reporting problems that agencies have and individual clients. So we got together, he took a look at it, and we were able to figure it out. And how, how, much, equity, how much equity did you give him? Oh, we, we shared it. I, I, don't say, I don't see it as me giving him. We started a new company where we both got 50-50. 50-50 equity split. Okay, that's gutsy. And what year was that when you launched? Um, well, we started in 2014, but we launched March uh, 2015. Okay, so how long you spent about a year on your MVP? How much cash did you guys spend getting it built before your first dollar of revenue? We, I mean, Jeremy kept consulting, um, so we didn't burn any cash. I kept on running my agency. I had a team. So I've been, I love having a team because it allows you to do more things. So I was able to continue getting an income from the agency while we built. Uh, what converts? I see. How much agency money did you pour into what converts, if if any? None. Oh, yeah. none. Two separate businesses. Yeah. It was just purely um, as soon as we started getting clients and charging. That's when the the transactions came. The, so the only cost really was a bit of hosting space and um, our time to yep. build it. 
That's amazing. Okay, so launched uh, back in 2014, 50-50 equity split with with your co-founder. Um, how? Uh, what are customers paying you today on average to use the technology? So we have customers from $30 a month all the way up to several thousand dollars a month. But if you take the average across everyone, it's it's around $180 to $200 a month. And which cohort are you more excited about, the enterprise folks or the $30 a month folks? Both. <laughs> <laughs> good answer. So, good answer. We got a politician on today. Good answer, Michael. <laughs> no, I mean we we love the income from the high level guys because they just drive a lot of level, um, a lot of volume. And once they set up, you know, it doesn't take much to keep them going. But we also like the lower level guys. We don't like having our our eggs in one basket where you got you know too much money coming from a few players. How large so is we, your largest contract? Um. In in terms of monthly or or annual? ACV, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking like a hundred grand or something like that. Yeah, uh, north of a hundred grand. Okay, got it. Very okay. So yeah. so you 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 do then potentially have like your top whatever five customers make up into something like eighty percent of your revenue. You can see power laws there. I wouldn't say eighty percent. Um, okay. They're probably twenty to fifteen percent. Uh, no, ten to ten to fifteen percent around okay. about there. Okay, fair enough. But then. We we do like um, a lot of the agencies who are several hundred dollars to a thousand dollars. That's a nice sweet spot for us. Yep. Um, but you know, we also know that the smaller company uh, companies become bigger companies, and they introduce us to new people. So um, we treat all our customers the same. Everybody gets the same support. We treat them as people, and we don't have a support team. We have a, a solution providing. Well, we solution providers. So everybody that comes in, we want to make sure we solve not the call tracking or lead tracking problems, we want to solve the objective of what they're trying to achieve. That all makes sense. And so with that kind of focus, how many customers are you now serving today? So direct customers, you're looking a little over 1,000. 11,000? 1,000. Oh, 1,000. Okay. So it's 1,000. We're north of 1,000 customers, but we serve around 15,000 companies. Mm-hmm. So what happens is like we'll have agencies, some agencies have several several hundred clients. So our software is great for agencies. We have a three-level uh, account structure. So you as an agency can manage, you know, a thousand, two thousand um, clients, if you like, with our product. Mm-hmm. That makes so a lot even, of sense. Yeah, even though we have a thousand direct paying customers, you know, we serve 15,000 uh, companies. Mm-hmm. And do you, do those agencies, have you recruited them to sell your product and then you get a cut of the sale? We, um, we really give them the tools. We, we plan on improving that, you know, with the partner program, but at the moment we sort of give them the tools and, you know, so they buy one subscription them. and then they can sell it through to the end customer. You don't sell Correct. them like a number of seats that they can resell to customers. No, I see. not at this stage. Okay. That, that, that's part of our future plans, but it's not available yet. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. So $200 a month average ARPU, 1,000 direct customers. You guys are around 200 grand a month in revenue. Is that right? We're getting there. Just a, a little shy of that. Okay. How, how shy? Like how much did you do last month? One's just under 180. So you're so close. You got a couple more yeah. days before 2020 closes out. You think you can break 200 or no? No, no. <laughs> Normally, in November and December are flat months. Uh, October is a good month, um, so I don't think we will break through two hundred. But I mean, um, I don't know if I mentioned to you. It's just like we've been doing this for five years, and it still feels like we're just getting started. Yeah. Um, the potential the of our product and how you know the the product is so much better than our, our marketing. 
And so, you know, this next year, we're really excited about where we're going. Mm-hmm. Now, have you guys raised capital or you're bootstrapped? We bootstrapped, yeah. We love that, uh, which means, so are you profitable today, taking out profits and dividends, or are you reinvesting everything? You're operating at break-even. Yeah, we do take dividends. We do take profit out. Um, and also with our team, we like to take a percentage of the profits and distribute it as well. Oh, you have to, to share this. My, Michael, this is by far, it's one of the top questions I get. Bootstrap founders with profitable businesses want to launch their own profit-sharing programs to reward their employees, but they're always not sure how to set it up. I mean, to the extent you can share, can you talk to us about how you set that up? Of $180,000 that comes in every month, how much goes out to teammates? Well, we, we're currently doing an annual one. We're looking at quarterly, but yeah, from the overall profit that gets in, we definitely take a, a slice of that and then we distribute it to the team. And then we we do have a calculation based on how long the team members have been with us. It's skewed. So if you've been with us longer, you get more. And then also based on your, your salary, there's an adjustment. So let's just role play for a second. Let's say you finish this year. I mean, how much profit do you think you'll finish this year with? Um... 300,000. Okay. So let's say I've been with you for, for two years. Walk me through like, what should I, what am I calculating in my head? How much of the 300 grand am I going to get probably? Um, yeah, I don't want to, yeah, that, that's a bit sensitive because it gets down to team members and who gets what and all that. So I don't want to, so you, okay. Really so you can't, you can't do a hypothetical with me. Yeah. So I mean, hypothetical, um, yeah, I don't, I'm not comfortable. Um, That's okay. That what's what's the structure though? Is it is it a fixed rate or is it like if you've been you know we have a, a 100% pool to distribute the pool is 300 mm-hmm. employee one who's been here the longest you're getting X percent or is it a flat a flat rate not not a percentage of the 300. It's a percentage of the. I see. Okay. So we take we take a, um, a slice of the 300. We set it aside and that purely goes to the employees and then. Well, we say team members, not employees. <laughs> and then that is split based on how long they've been with us and their their compensation I level. I see. Okay. And so you add it all up, it'll equal 100% right across the full team. Yep. Ah, exactly. I see. Makes a lot of That's sense. That's it. Yeah. Okay, very cool. I mean, we, we look at, you know, um, which is stock shop, stock options or share options and all that, but we just find that as the, the income comes in and as we're profitable, we want that to go direct to them. Yep. I'm tired of the stories of people that get stock options and then they get nothing. They're not worth anything. Yeah. How many people are on the yeah. team today? There's eight. Eight of you guys. How many engineers? Two. Two. Okay. And are you planning to stay bootstrapped or any plans to raise? We, um, at the moment, bootstrapped. Um, we do want to increase the team. We, we're adding on the sales side to it to increase um, the, team mem- uh, the team size. So we're looking to add about four people in the mm-hmm. next year. Do you need to raise to support that growth? And if so, how much do you think you'd raise? We don't need to raise to support that growth. But we're sort of looking at the stage now where if we can see a path where increasing or or getting capital, that will generate um, additional revenue or help us meet those aggressive goals. And then we can effectively allocate that capital that's productive. I think for the first time we're looking up and saying, you know what, that that may make sense. Yeah. So we, we, we're healthy. We think we can grow, like adding the four team members and um, increasing our campaigns and all that with what we currently do from profit. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're thinking we, we may want to be more aggressive now. And Michael, do you have any quota carrying sales reps or no? No, no. not yet. Got it. We, we currently, we're in the process of employ- um, seeking them out at the moment. So how do you We've, set up? I mean, hiring that first salesperson is a big, is a big step. What quota do you put them at? 
We, your um, pro reports helped a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was thinking a ton about this last week, so that's why I'm asking. Yeah, that, that came at the right time, and okay. I, I like the overall total earnings, you know, like five times, um, yep. you know, quota to get the, um, yeah. So if we sort of round, you know, the, getting the base at, you know, 50K and then enabling them to double that, I like that model. Mm-hmm. Um, we did, connect with somebody who's a VP of sales at another SaaS company that's been through this growth um, period that we're going through. And he's going to, he's currently consulting with us and he'll be setting up those initial team members. Oh, that's great. Now, you know, obviously sales reps are great, but if customers don't stick, they just churn, right? So what's your churn rate look like today? Yeah, I got this wrong the last time I was on your thing. I said uh, 5% and then you said, well, that's 60% annually. So I looked at this and our current churn rate is like 1.8%. Monthly on a, on a monthly basis, but when I look at it annually, it's like four percent, four 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 and a half percent. And okay, so how how at, does that how does that work? Well, how I was trying to figure that out, and I didn't get to put enough time into it. But basically, when you're looking at the monthly churn rate, it's basically how many you had at the beginning and how many you have at the end. So of the people sign up. So normally, when people sign up, the biggest drop off is in the first month. Yep. You know, so they start off as a trial, they become customers, and then we may get a little bit of drop off. And then um, once they get past month three, they're pretty much sticking for a longer period. So that's why, you know, I can see it, you know, there's a 1.8% total drop off uh, in the first month, but then over the year, it may extend to, you know, four, four and a half percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So really what what you're saying is... Um well, this all comes down to what you're putting in the denominator when you're calculating churn, right? Is it are you looking at only the last 30 days sign up and then how many of those first 30 days churned, which would mm-hmm. be a different churn rate than if you're looking at your total customer base and how many churned over the last 30 days? Because the numerator in that case would include ones you just signed up this month that then churn in the first 30 days and then make the number exactly. way lower. Yeah, I think that's that's the case. We look at the total, then what we add to the total and what was lost in total. You know? Yeah. If you just take a snapshot of exactly one year ago, your total paid accounts mm-hmm. and and then subtract gross revenue churn. So if you're doing a hundred grand a month, one year ago and only counting those customers. So ignore new customers added just the hundred K from last year. Let's say you go down to 90 K. So 10 K a month churned, but then you mm-hmm. expand the ones that stick with you and they add another 20 K a month. Then you have net revenue retention of 110% effectively. Yeah. Do, do you look at those numbers? No, and I want to, but we have, yeah. we we don't look at them yet. But um, we have we have really good expansion revenue. What so what is it? You, I don't know, but it's good. <laughs> That's the quote of the year. I don't know, but it's good. I know I don't know what it is, but I know it's good. <laughs> All right. No, I mean I, we. We have a chart that we see, and as customers uh, come on, we see, you know, like they start on a 200 a month account, uh, and then they, you know, next thing you know, they're a thousand dollars a month, and then you know, some of them go into four, five thousand dollars a month. Yeah. And what are you willing to pay to get a new 200 dollar a month customer? And that's another thing I wish I had better metrics on, but you're probably looking at between 150 to 300. Um, oh, that's great. I mean, that's a month to a month and a half long payback, right? It's pretty quick. Yeah. Exactly. So the $30 a month accounts, you know, that they're going to take longer, but we have enough of those that, you know, end up paying a lot more. Yep. Yep. Uh, over time. If someone came and offered you 7 million bucks all cash up front to sell the company, about a three and a half X multiple, would you sell? <laughs> that was quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> There's so much potential in our company. That's why um, our product and what it is underneath that's not being realized yet um, is pretty powerful. Yeah. All right. And, Michael, yeah. on that note, let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book. Um, I don't have one at the moment. At the moment, I just seek out people I'm wanting to learn from. and Let's I, talk about I, I that. Who's the CEO you're following or studying? Um, again, no one in particular. Like just individuals like on Twitter when I find people, and uh, particularly investors. I know last year I said Ben Chestnut, but nah. Um, no, no one in particular. <laughs> Number three, what's, a, what's the online tool that you use the most besides your own? We still use Help Scout, Help Scout a lot. Yep. Number four, how many hours of sleep are you getting every night? Seven to eight. And situation, married, single kids? Married with three kids. Wow, busy guy. And how old are you? I'm 48. 48. Last question. What's something you wish you knew when you were 20, Michael? Um, understand value. Just, you know, what, if you really understand value, you it helps your decision. Yeah. The whole thing. Understand your value, the value of your product, the value that you provide to your customers. If you can understand value, you'll do well. What converts guys just broke a $2 million run rate doing about $108,000 per month just last month, the lead tracking and reporting platform. Go check them out. Average customer paying 200 bucks a month, call it a thousand customers uh, today. They are profitable, which is great this year, you know, caught 300,000 bucks, one of the bottom line. And he incentivizes his team members. So they don't get stuck with useless options. It actually has a uh, revenue sharing or profit sharing program. Again, all bootstrapped fueled the initial MVP uh, while still running his agency as they look to drive those initial hundred customers. Michael, thanks for taking us to the top. You're welcome. Thank you, Nathan.